Welcome. You are listening to Mom for Many, a weekly podcast full of useless information, but great water cooler conversations. I am your host, Sharon Tovar Davis of Mom for Many, Facebook page and podcast. I am the mom of many, but we can talk about that later. Today, I'm excited because I have with me Karen Tarango, author of the book Fade, which stands for Fighting Against Demonic Entities. And I wanted her to come on and talk to us about Fade since it's October and everybody likes to get scary and go to haunted houses, watch really scary movies, dress up scary, and think it's all fun and cute. However, we also kind of remind other people about real life scary moments that are unexplainable. Door handles moving, shadows that we see but there's nobody there to make the shadow. There's so many examples. I'm sure everybody has their minds just working now thinking about those scary moments. So we have Karen Tarango here with us. And she is going to just dive in and share the real demonic entities that are out there and how to handle them. I know I just run and scream, but I'm sure she's got better ideas on how to do this. So we'll be right back after this break. Okay, we are back. Thank you everyone for um, hanging around and listening. So let me introduce to you, Karen Tarango. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome, you're welcome, thank you. Um, first, why don't you just tell my three listeners <laughs> how many books you have, what are their names, and a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm Karen L. Tarango, and I am married to my husband, Art Tarango. We have a church, and we're pastors of a church here in the Central Valley. We, I have three books currently on Amazon. One is called, the first book I wrote is called Fade, which is an acronym for Fighting Against Demonic Entities. And the second book I have is strictly an ebook. It's called Heaven is Near, and you can get that on Amazon. Also, my third book, which I just recently wrote, is called Does God Forbid Women from Pastoring? Mm -hmm. And that one has been out for about, I think a month. It has, it's very, it hasn't been out at all, uh, very long. Okay. So I'm excited about all of them and I just continue to write as um, the Lord leads me to write. Nice, well, thank you. What inspired you to write this book? Um, <laughs> yeah, Fade, about writing about demonic entities is a unique topic. And if you've seen me, I do not look like this big prayer warrior or someone who would be fighting demons. In fact, frequently people will confuse um, this book, who wrote this book with my husband. They'll mm -hmm. say, oh, you wrote this book? <laughs> and he says, no, my wife did. <laughs> so... To write this book, I <clears throat> was definitely led by God to do it because I think of all the ex um, experiences I've had, mm -hmm. 
fighting against demonic entities, spiritual warfare, all those things. Um, I had so many experiences. So the Lord just kind of led me to, to write a book about it and in hopes that it would help others learn how to fight and learn how to stand um, when these things happen and come against you, you and your family. Interesting. That is true. What what can you tell, um, well, not that. I, wanna, I wanted to read, I was digging into your book earlier and um, going into chapter seven is titled Eyes to See and Ears to Hear. And the first paragraphs, I'll go ahead and read it. It says, I write this chapter for several reasons. One is, I suspect many believers have seen demons in the spirit realm, but have not told anyone. Another reason I'm writing this, <clears throat> excuse me, is to teach you how to protect yourself against those demons as they come against you and your family. However, the most important reason is to tell you that no matter how evil the enemy is or how vicious the attacks are, you can overcome them with the power of God in you. And then you even have a scripture above that that says from James 2.19, you believe that there is one God, good, even the demon, even the demons believe that and shudder. Yes, um, <laughs> that is a attention getter right off the bat. Definitely. <laughs> so this, would you just read this chapter? Um, yeah, the first reason is uh, I suspect many believers have seen demons in the spirit realm have not told anyone is so true. So when people have read my book or even heard that I wrote this book, right away they have a story. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, one time I saw something weird. Or in my house there's always this weird thing that happens. Or one time I walked into a room and it felt so evil. It was just palpable. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't even say that word. <laughs> <laughs> it was so thick in the air, the atmosphere of evil. Um, they've had all these different examples right away mm -hmm. and and usually what follows is i i've never told anyone this mm. so there's this fear of being made uh, fun of ridiculed um shunned even because of their experiences and you know we just we shouldn't have that fear because it's it's reality there is evil out there in the realm that we cannot see right and the Bible itself is full of examples. Even Jesus himself had to deal with um, demons and casting them out of people. It's a reality, mm -hmm. whether someone believes it or not. So that was the first reason um, writing this chapter, specific chapter. The next one I give is says, another reason of writing this is to teach you how to protect yourself against these demons. Yeah, frequently people um, think that they don't know what to do or can do anything. If you're a Christian, you definitely can. You can definitely um, make a difference and, and stop these experiences, period. Because uh, being a child of God, there's so much power and uh, that comes with that. And so teaching people that was the number one reason for writing this chapter and this book. So this book can teach others how to handle. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because they just feel, well, my husband and I are called to go into a home to do um, 
to clean house, we like to call it, mm -hmm. to get rid of any unwanted, you know, evil presence there. We don't just do it and then leave. We do it and make sure we teach the people that are there how they can do it, the power mm -hmm. they have. Um, only if they're Christians, though, because if you're not a Christian, you don't have that power within you. You just, you don't. Mm -hmm. So it's a good reason to become a Christian, by the way. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I noticed in your book that there's questions and places for writing. Yes, at the end of every chapter, um, there are a few questions, and you can use this. It doubles as a Bible study or even a personal devotional study. Mm -hmm. um, so you can be sure to get that information embedded in you, um, that knowledge. And it's all biblically sound. I have Bible scriptures to back up every point I make. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so it can double as both. Yes. Okay, that's perfect. And... Um, and we'll, I'll share with the listeners in a minute where they could um, get a hold of you if they wanted to order these directly. I know I don't know if you have a website or anything, but as an author, how do you prepare to write? I know we've heard we've heard about J.K. Rowling who sat started in a cafe writing on little napkins when she started the Harry Potter series, and um, but for you, I just envision writers hanging out at. The bookstore or Starbucks just writing or in a in a room full of 500 books like a little library <laughs> typing on an old-fashioned typewriter set the stage so you know we just kind of want to know what 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 do you do <laughs> yeah there's this like little <clears throat> romance mindset that <clears throat> that what you just described writers are just it's so cute and wonderful to be in a little atmosphere maybe at the bookstore like JK Rowling and mm -hmm. having coffee and writing out this masterpiece and um, you know we're all different <laughs> we are for me personally I I need absolutely quiet I need it quiet so I can think and and get my thoughts down mm -hmm. um, so I write 90% of the time at home in my office door closed mm -hmm. <laughs> animals out of my office and I schedule in my writing. I write on realistically Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, and I write on Fridays and Saturdays. And it's in my schedule. Mondays I don't write because it's my catch-up day. Mm -hmm. I have to get caught up on laundry, get caught up on errands. I run to the bank always and, and just things are happening. I don't need, there's no qualms that it's not going to happen on Monday. Yeah. So Tuesday and Wednesdays, yes. Thursdays are my day off. I do not work. Even if I feel like writing, I won't do it. I, I have to have a day to refresh. Um, Fridays and Saturdays, I write. Sundays, I don't because of church and all that we have going on. And then we need to rest because yes. it's draining. Mm -hmm. So realistically, I write four days out of the week. And then I, I schedule in, I make sure I do 20 minutes at least at a, I call it 20 minute sprints. So I, I look at the clock, okay, go. <laughs> there's no editing, there's no self-criticizing, there's nothing like that, just straight writing, just pouring it out. If, if I'm just on a roll, I go past that 20 minutes. Mm 
and I just go, go, go. Sometimes 20 minutes doesn't come fast enough. You got people have to realize it's a creative process. Mm-hmm. You're being creative and it's not always there. Right. So there is good writing days and there's bad writing days. Um, and then once in a while I can go to Starbucks and sit in a little, you know, cutesy little round table with mm-hmm. my drink and, and it just flows, you know, mm-hmm. um, even with the music overhead and the people chatting, you know, around me, uh, those are rare moments, but I do enjoy them and I'll just like, woohoo, now I feel like a writer, right? <laughs> now I just feel like I'm part of that little romance mm-hmm. mindset. And, but reality, <laughs> I'm alone. It can be tedious. It just, it also could drain you. Um, but also... Writing definitely happens not all the time on paper. It has the ideas have to be in your mind first. Mm-hmm. If you're working on a, a piece that's a fiction where you just focus on a character, you're starting to develop ideas about this character, their personality, their quirks, mm-hmm. all those things, and what you want to tell about them. Um, like J.K. Rowling, she said she has a backstory for every single character. They have a whole life that she knows about him, but mm-hmm. we don't hear, we don't read that in the pages. But it gives that character depth because of what she knows about that character, right. how they're going to react. So those are some of the things um, that uh, reality of a writer says, in, at least for me. <laughs> I love it. Makes me want to go write a book. That's so exciting. I'm glad you shared that with us. Thank you. It's a lot of discipline, too. Yes, that, that's would, a lot. If you can narrow down one word, I would say discipline. And hence, that's why we're doing an interview on your day off, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, where can the listeners find your books? I know they can do a search under your name, Karen L. Tarango, T-A-R-A-N-G-O, on Amazon. Um, yes, be sure to use my middle initial. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of Karen Tarangos out there on the internet, but I'm the only one with the middle initial L. Um, you can find it on Amazon. You can also, if you want a signed copy and uh, a bookmarker to match, mm-hmm. you can email me directly at Tarango, T-A-R-A-N-G-O dot K at yahoo.com. Perfect. Yeah, you send me an email, we do the exchange, and then I will mail you my book signed. Thank you. And you're also a speaker at uh, yes. several events. I can speak um, on these any of my books, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, being a pastor, I do get to go speak to women and women groups and, and those type of things. So absolutely, if anyone's interested, that's great. Can reach me at that email. Well, thank you. Well, that's all the time we have. And I also have been asked to um, have the tables turn. Uh, a lady had asked me to be on her podcast to interview Ooh, me. That's so, wonderful. Yes. Yeah, so that's coming up soon. And um, I won't state anything right now because if it doesn't go through, then I didn't put anybody's name out there on the spot. So, <laughs> But I'm excited. So once that comes out and done, I will uh, let my three listeners know. 
<laughs> so anyways, well, thank you everyone for being a part of Mom for Many. And again, you can find my Facebook page. Just type Mom for Many or Sharon Tovar Davis. Thank you again, Karen. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>